0: Season one, a podcast where two best friends watch, review, and recommend TV shows that only aired one season. And my name is Andrew. And my name is Presley. And this week's episode is a little bit late. Apologies. Holiday Sorry, shenanigans. Yeah. You know, getting everybody off a little bit where they need to be for the holidays and whatnot. Appreciate your guys' patience. But coming into you hot, we watch the Peripherals and Amazon Prime series. Presley. Without further ado, let's cue that theme song and let's hear a little bit about it before we dive in.
1: So, The Peripheral was an Amazon Prime original show that aired in 2022. The series revolves around Flynn Fisher, played by Chloe Grace Moretz, a young adult looking after her ailing, blind mother, and her veteran brother, Burton Fisher, played by Jack Raynor, in 2038. They are both passionate about sims, simulated games that deal with problem-solving and tactical know-how that uh, exist in virtual reality. Being paid by a mysterious benefactor, Burton introduces Flynn to a new sim that feels more real and lifelike than anything previously felt. Through a heist gone bad, where Flynn is piloting the sim of Burton, it is discovered that it is not a sim, but rather a neuro-tunnel into the future of 2099. Having stolen vital information from the research institute, the RI, Flynn and her family are targeted in their time by assassins hired from the future. Fighting both assassins in their own time and the forces of the RI in the future, Flynn must unravel the mystery as to why they are being targeted and learn how to stop some of the horrors that have befallen the world between the time of 2038 and 2099. In the end, Flynn sacrifices her life in her timeline to travel to the future to take on the RI, both for vengeance and to protect her brother and mother from further harm. End of series on a cliffhanger. and. This description is the most lackluster description I've ever written in my entire life uh, because I did not
0: understand a single thing that happened in this entire show. Holy shit. I'm glad it wasn't just me. <laughs> Thank you. I was so ready to just admit that most of this I didn't get and for you to be like, oh, well, what How do you mean? You not it was so it. clear. Yeah, and like, then just so like easy, explain right? all of it. And then I'm like, well, I'm just a fucking idiot, I guess. Yeah.
1: Uh, no, this show was almost incomprehensible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, I, I you know,
1: like, I, I don't want to say that I am uh, really talented in, in a inordinate way of understanding plots and stuff, but this was, like, impenetrably yeah. uh, dense and nonsensical in a way that was really <laughs> not understandable for, I would say, 95% of people.
0: Yeah. You know, I think, here's here's what I got from it out of, like, the story. Yeah. Like, I... Or, or rather, okay. So it was some kind of like espionage esque sort of thing to start off with, you know. You I have, guess. uh, you know, Alita using Flint to infiltrate the RI, the Research Institute, to like get some information, all that kind of thing. And then it kind of becomes like a class slash timeline war. What I it feels guess, like between the past and future? yeah, between the past and the future and like all the different timelines that could happen, and like this jackpot event that's supposed to just like completely ruin slash change the world forever or something. yeah,
1: I was trying to figure out a way to incorporate like a lot of the things you're talking yeah. about in the synopsis, and it was really hard for for context for our listeners, the jackpot was a series of like sequential, very proximate events that happened. Yeah that basically, like, destroyed the entire world. So there was, like, climate change, a global plague, uh, war, famine, that all, like, happened within, like, a decade of one another that basically, like, almost eliminated life on the planet. And then by 2099, things have, like, generally recuperated, but a lot of it is, like, smoke and mirrors by the RI. Like, for instance, we see, like, London, and it looks, like, pristine and nice and well-kept now, but it's, like, still... It it's definitely has fewer people, but then it's revealed that almost all those fewer people are holograms and that right. even most of the buildings are holograms and really like blown up buildings. Because the buildings are
0: all worn torn, war torn and haven't been like rebuilt yeah. or anything yet. So it's all just kind of a facade.
1: And so like this jackpot basically is like an ironic name of like the jackpot of all the worst possible things happening exactly. simultaneously. Yeah. Uh, which is yeah. very morbid when you think about it. Uh yeah, it's I wish I had a way to talk about this series that didn't make me sound like a crazy person, but (laughs) it's kind of the way it works. Because you have basically these two timelines that intersect in ways that are somewhat consequential, but also not consequential. Right. And you have characters that exist in one, but not the other. And then one, basically one crossover character. Yeah. And the the whole problem with the series, right, is that the first episode starts with this heist where Flynn is in her brother's peripheral. That's what these robots that they occupy are called, as they go into the future, uh, are peripherals. These like autonomous robots that they're basically controlling. God, I sound like a crazy person. And they steal something out of this weird pyramid in this waterfall room by stealing the eye of somebody from the research institute. And we, I feel like through the first, this show is only eight episodes, and I think for the first seven, we
0: do not know what that data was. I would probably, I think it's like first six. Yeah. I mean, for to your credit, most of the series, we have no fucking clue what happened in the first episode. It, like, why it exactly. happened. And so, happened, and, basically,
1: yeah. like, these people are being targeted for murder, like, are being... Hired guns are being sent after them, yeah. and the, us as the audience has zero clue or understanding as to why. Yeah, and that's like a terrible way to
0: make a mystery thriller. Agreed. S- I, you know, so I, yeah, yeah. I, I think like as far as a story, um, I was texting my girlfriend. And she was asking me how the show was, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, like, it's so slow, but it's like. At the same time, not boring completely because here's the thing is like I like the world that they built and that we got to see, and like I thought some of the I thought a lot of the characters were interesting um and the the i guess powers at play in the future and like the stuff that's going on in this small town, like I think the concepts were all there, and all of the like the action and the idea of like these. Badass like uh, basically green beret dudes were like linked up to each other so they could communicate with like a neural link thing and like i I liked the themes, and I thought it was interesting, but like there wasn't okay. a story to go along with it that was as interesting or as impactful, right so you're seeing like this combat happen and like whatever, and then people are using technology, and there's this Bob guy who's like trying to kill. The brother and sister, like Flynn and um Flynn and what's his name, Burton. Burton, excuse me, uh Flynn and Burton and like that whole cat mouse chase thing. Like I I don't know, there are like cool themes and cool parts of the series, but as a whole, it just like didn't have a super strong story that I could really grasp and understand. Does that make sense? Like, well, and it's so funny because
1: like you say all those things, and then as you listed them, I'm thinking
0: that is the story.
1: Yeah, and it's like, like yeah. so nebulous the point of it all, right? Like that's the there's thing. no yeah. end goal or like revelation, right? Because it's like, oh, they stole this data, but it's like, well, okay, we don't know what the data is, and we don't know where it's we don't know where it's held, we don't know who has it, we don't know why it's being like. There's too many whys and we whats don't, and hows.
0: We know that it's in Flynn's brain in like episode six or seven. Yeah, but that you know, and that's and why they want her dead.
1: But they also don't know that. They know that they want them dead, but they don't know why they want them dead. It's very confusing. And yeah, and there there's some like tiny little interesting things, right? For instance, right, they call in the future they call these past realities stubs, right, because they're like these little breaks from their own timeline. Right, and so they have their own history that they can call upon. But the history of the stub is nebulous to them. They do not know what will happen in the stub because any interference creates like branches in the timeline where, where they yeah. don't know, really know what's happening. It right? seems like
0: they know the big events that are going to happen for the most yeah, part. And the they can kind strokes. of influence and speed them up. But they don't know how all the little things that matter to them and their future are going to play out. Correct.
1: Right. right. They know their own history, Right. Uh, but not... How the history of the feature will unfold for the stub that they've created, right. which in and of itself is a cool concept. Right. But that's also all. everything that's interesting is only explored in like the last two episodes. Yeah, I agree. That's I my mean, biggest problem with the show. That's where most also of the show happens. Terrible.
0: Yeah, that's where most of the show happens. And th- th- yeah. that's the most interesting part of the series where you have like all of these factions actually having faces and like you kind of understand how they work together or also a against each other like covertly and like you just finally see a bunch of pieces that were i guess put in place like move and tumble and collide with each other but again it just in the overarching thing of a story it, it feels a little lacking and and i even said this uh to someone else i was like i feel like the end that we got of this series was literally like a winter finale, like, yeah, it's like the mid season was just finale. As you were talking, like, oh, here's a quick, like, little cliffhanger, and then <clears throat> you know, a month yeah, or two like later, semi- you get the wreck. next half of the season. Except that was the whole season, <laughs> yeah. So, no, I couldn't
1: agree more. I was right as you started talking about that, I was like, yeah, like, because everything interesting happens in the last two episodes, yeah. and nothing is told there's no like dramatic irony or understanding from the audience right. like that was my biggest problem is i was like why is any of this happening why does any of it matter at right. fucking all well, why yeah. are we following these random ass characters when obviously it's probably going to be continued on in future seasons right sure, yeah. sure they're set up and pay off <laughs> but it does feel like okay well all these threads were started and only like two of them were like kind of wrapped up and right. then more were revealed as they went along and it was no. just so like meandering and shit. I fucking hated this show. I'm just gonna go out and say <laughs> it. I think
0: that this is hands down one of the worst shows we've ever watched. It was bad. It was bad. I don't know if I'm as harsh of a critic. Like I said, I liked some of the things I liked the themes and ideas that they put in place as far as like the settings and like the characters and I don't know. A lot of the ideas were like really great. Uh but yeah, the story was a big fucking miss. Um, what
1: I would have wanted, right? Like, if we're just gonna like talk, this isn't like future or more of it, but like yeah. future season or anything. But instead, but of, I would have, yeah, <laughs> Presley's instead, instead of a better portion show, of the podcast. Yeah, is the is to see how the events, like you would have one singular moment of interference from the future into the past, and watch it ripple in both dimensions. Right, okay. so you're watching. The, like they insert something into the past that they don't mean to, it's an accident. They're observers of the past and then they reveal like something happens that shows their hand and something changes, right? Which then is causing history to unfold in a slightly different way than the future interprets it to have, be unfolding. And it's their course corrections that are causing the, the, the events of the show,
0: hmm.
1: right? So they know that by introducing, like the, the thing can still be the same thing where Flynn downloads this stuff into our brain, Right, but what if that's the virus that was the pandemic that they talk about in one of the episodes? Right, and so they inadvertently cause their own future. Right, I think that is a more interesting show than whatever the fuck bullshit we just watched, which made no sense. I'm so curious about the book because this is based on a book, and I I really wonder if the book is as incomprehensible as the show was.
0: I'm guessing not. I mean, the the reason why I'm guessing not is because they spent and if you watch the show you'll know this a lot of money putting this show together. AI and like all of the the CGI and everything that they put together. Like it was a Westworld the, the people who made Westworld made yeah, this Jonathan show? Yeah,
1: Jonathan Nolan and his wife, um, whose name escapes me at the moment. You know,
0: and, and obviously Westworld um. was a success or not. I didn't watch it, but it went on for a while and people really loved it. The first anyways,
1: season and a half were stellar. Okay, well, there you go. It got really terrible really quickly.
0: <clears throat> there you go. So they at least wrote good enough stuff with HBO to like make a big show. Right, so a lot of money was spent on this, so the book must have been good if people were willing to take these creators and go, hey, make a series out of it. Or at least, half. I guess it's halfway decent. I don't know. We, we, see, we see series made out of stuff that was shit in the first place anyway, so I guess it's not really a, too much of a strong thread to, to pull. But, I don't know. We ma- didn't even maybe... talk
1: about the fucking mob boss, Corbin who is the mob boss of the local... Corbell. ...North Carolina community. Corbell, yeah. he, like, runs a drug trade. Right. And he's he a nephew.
0: Yeah, he's just
1: there. And then, like, he, he... Basically, throughout the whole process, right, he ends up ending up in a coma yeah. at the end of the series, yep. like, inconsequentially. And it's like, why was that... Like, what, what was the point of the whole thing? You know what I mean? Like... This is not helpful to our audience for listening. Well, the thing right? is, but is like in-
0: it, it was. It was helpful. It was part of the story of like it, it connected to the idea of what Flynn and Burton were doing in their small town that was getting attention. Right, that's what it was about. It was like they were doing some shit. There was obviously some stuff that went down. First episode, second episode, that caused uh, the the killers to come. To their farm or whatever, they fought them. All that shit went down. The police officer was like, "Hey, what's going on here? Like, tell me what's going on." You know, we've known okay. each other, we're friends, whatever. They told him no, and he's obviously still very curious. And after that, they all started packing, like they were ready for a war all the time and like getting into stuff. They bought that the technology shop or whatever so that they could run it and the run the yeah the 3D printing stop shop and all that, right? So like the cor then corbell was hired to <clears throat> kill flynn in burton by the people from the okay. future right remember that do you remember uh, yeah that? i know exactly okay. what you're saying so i don't know where it's going so and then well it ties in I'm, I'm explaining how it ties in right so like he was hired and then he's trying to figure out who's hired him or wanted to hire him all of that right like, so it does connect So it's not completely disjointed or completely irrelevant, but it's like it didn't need to happen for the rest of the story to take off. I'll give you that. Like the future story, which is the actual story, didn't need that
1: to happen. Okay, I understand what you're saying, right? But so they they give uh, Corbell two million dollars out of a proposed ten million dollars to to basically assassinate the Fisher family, the whole family, right? And he accepts the first, like, down payment, right, kind of involuntarily. It just shows up in his bank account. And then he's, like, considering doing more, like, what he should do next. And so he basically tricks his nephew, who kind of works for him as, like, a cash runner, into spying on the Fishers. And then, completely separately and unrelated, a different assassin is hired to kill the Fishers, who then fucks up, which then he then... Corbin kidnaps Corbell. after a bot. What do I keep saying? You keep saying
0: Corbin, but it's Corbell. It's not that big of a deal. I don't okay, need to correct Corbell. You. Sorry.
1: Corbell <laughs> then kidnaps this dude, this hired assassin who was like in <laughs> retirement. That then came out of retirement, right? Uh, forcibly. Forced out of retirement. By the future. Yeah. Uh, so then he kidnaps <laughs> this assassin, who then escapes and kills his wife. Right. To then continue his like tirade against the Fishers, because now he like he was caught because of them. At which point, uh, Corbell is then uh, knocked into a coma by it, the sheriff who is investigating. What did it matter? Like, why did they? Why was he in the store? This is my point about the whole show. Right? Is there so much cruft, There's so much bullshit that they add in for no reason into the story when it could be so. Just prune it down. I don't need yep. 80,000 characters. And it, it feels like so much bloated nothingness Yeah, to the point where I really don't understand what the show is about, who it was for, or why anybody enjoyed it.
0: So <clears throat> I'll give you that. I, I think that had they done a really good job developing their primary story, their overarching theme, which is like the the future's timeline being fucked up by what they did and like the the rebellion basically that i think was really happening because elita seemed to allude that she was gathering all the people that were displaced and they were going to fight back that's the 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 big overarching theme that i saw coming okay right if they had developed all of that that world that story everything was like flawless it was good we could see a direction we un- understood what was happening all of that if that was great Then the secondary part of what's happening in 2030 in Carolina with Corbell and Bob and the sheriff and all that would just be supplementary. And it might actually be nice to see that and good to have that. But if that's like the only thing that's quote unquote strong about the story, then I agree with your point, right? Like I'm agreeing with you. Unless unless the overarching theme was better, right? Because then it might actually add something and go, oh, that's an interesting little side story. What's going to happen now, right? Like what's going to happen now that Jasper is probably like the lead of it all, but he's got a good heart and like, you know, that is interesting. But without that main story being strong, then it's like, well, we just wasted a bunch of time. Like you're saying, you just wasted a bunch of time investing in a story part that we didn't need. We needed to know what was going on in the main story.
1: Yeah. And I think like this is one of those infuriating shows that we often come across where I think both of us, me especially, because this is like my pet peeve, is that <laughs> it falls into all the problems of a show and I can perfectly see the better way to do it that is more interesting. Yeah. And not in a like dismissive way, just in like a you know, why are there so many characters? Just cut out a few of these scenes and characters, right? It gives you more opportunity to actually learn about the main characters that we actually care about. Yeah. You know, like and it's just like you can pick it apart so easily and understand why for certain reasons or maybe the store or the book or something they made these decisions but like every single scene i was like okay but why okay but what okay but who like what the fuck is the point of yeah. this 10 minute long scene yep. where these two people talk in gobbledygook from the future that means <laughs> nothing to any of our main characters because we have no idea and what they're actually
0: like, planning to do or what they yeah, yeah like
1: they introduced in the last like two or three episodes this inspector lady from like the police of the future yeah and presumably she's there to help but she seems to be working against all of our main protagonists up until the very last minute where she re- genuinely is trained to help and reveals that some of our protagonists have actually been antagonists in the future the whole time but it's like why wasn't she part of the thing from the start? Why did we need all this story? Why is she so mysterious when she didn't need to be? Like it's just all that nonsense, and it it got so on my nerves. I like really struggled to finish the show because of how infuriated I was by like yeah. it's just wasting of my time.
0: I I, have I got a- really mad. I'm yeah. really mad about it. I, I, I have uh, a. I feel like I've I've witnessed a good foreshadowing of your rating of this show.
1: Um, I, yeah, it's just it disappoints me, right? Especially when I I really like Chloe Grace Moretz. I think she's a very very strong yeah. actress, and I think they give mm-hmm. her nothing to do in this whole show. Yeah. Um, And I like a lot of the other actors. I I don't think anyone's like doing a bad job or not invested in the show. Mm. I don't think it looks terrible. The cinematography is gorgeous. It's one of the few things I liked about the show that they've actually filmed in North Carolina and in London. You can feel like they're really there. But those are the only really like redeemable qualities of the show. And when you have this like prestige television, super high budget for all this nonsense, really big marketing, all that. Yeah. And then it's just like this boring show about people that use headsets to go to the future and impact nothing at all. And then has the most confusing ending I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Um, just yeah. like, it
0: just bugs me, man. Yeah, no, I, I, I resonate with that. I get it. That it was, it was wild that they invested so much in props and CGI and like the, the cinematics of it, like you said, but then they didn't invest in any of the writing really truly. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also as a general, uh, note, how did Flynn die in real life in a real body and then was just in her fucking peripheral and that was i was literally gonna
1: challenge our audience if like (laughs) i will put actual money on the table i will like a hundred dollars to anybody that can give us an actual explanation of the the last 10 minutes of the final episode this is a real thing i'm not this is not bullshit i will genuinely give any of our listeners anyone who writes into our emails tweets it up whatever you do, if you can actually explain to us what happened in the last 10 minutes of the final episode, just the what is going on at all, I will give you a hundred dollars. To my satisfaction. Obviously it's a little subjective, but like I just need to understand how she is able to be murdered in the present and then transported into the future into a peripheral body. And why. Not just how, but why. Yeah. In the in the context of the story you're giving, if you use book bullshit, you're cheating. You have to sh- g- do it from the show. Challenge on the table. It's real. And I want to know. Yeah.
0: All right. Time to get 100 bucks. So here's what happens. Uh, no, just uh, <laughs> you just said you don't know. Well, I mean, I know some, but not. Yeah. Not okay. All. Give it a I don't try. know what the Let's, motivation yeah, is. Yeah. Give it a try. So, I mean, wh- what we really saw in the end was they were. Creating a new stub by killing her off. They were trying to kill a new st- or create a new stub by getting rid of her in their current stub. Her possessing the information and and of the technology or the problematic shit the research institute was doing that Alita had taken and given to Flynn. Right, that was why everyone was after them. So she dies. That problem is solved. She dies a new stub. Yeah, is okay, creation. I understood that point. That okay. she's basically
1: protect. I mean, I alluded she, to that in the description where she yeah, kills herself right. basically to protect her family. Right.
0: She's protecting her family. She's protecting her stubs. She's protecting all of that, right? Now, the part that I don't understand, which I'm not sure that anyone else is going to be able to explain, right. is how it's nonsense. she dies in real life, her real life body, like yours, like mine. Gets shot and killed, but then she's in a peripheral. Snap of a finger, she's in a peripheral. That's her real body now, but it's also a robot. And that what was the I, that doesn't watch? make fucking sense.
1: Or the uh, the the pocket watch that she gets. <laughs> so you're looking at me I all don't confused. remember Like in the last ten minutes, when she goes in and fights all the other peripherals that are guarding. This like room, this. Oh yeah, she had
0: that gold pocket watch, and she sunk it into the like. Right, and then she like timeline, creator, exactly
1: visualizer. Here would be my guess, right? Yeah, I don't know. Is that in in killing like? It's the sense of like the many worlds, right? Where in this world she is dead, right? But then she picked a convergent timeline at a point that she decided. Where right. the her parallel version of herself in that moment, ten minutes before she killed herself, right, is doing the same thing, right? But she knows that she's the one that doesn't die and is the one that goes into the peripheral to continue the path, because they're unaware that this stub exists. They're basically in a hidden stub that yeah. then connects to the peripheral to continue. Because the future is like fixed, right, in the sense of like the future that we're watching, but. Right. Presumably any stub can connect to this future version.
0: But how they got there is what seems to be the variable and can be manipulated. Right. It's I so confusing. I think, that, I think that the stopwatch may have been from... I feel like that wasn't the first time we saw the stopwatch when she put it in the thing, but I can't recall. I think it was from the body of... The peripheral that she killed of the head research institute lady. That would be that would no, make the most when sense when she to
1: goes me. into the room. She picks it off off the ground. It's on like this dais, and she picks it up, and then she fights oh. all the people, and then she puts it on a different dais. Oh well, I guess I must have been yeah. half paying attention then. Which well, do you blame it? Because even <laughs> if you're fully paying attention, you still don't have any yeah. fucking clue what's happening. Well, my shit. point is is that like it, it's. Because you're creating a split at the moment of like decision, yeah, right? Like Flynn knows that one of her is gonna die, and the other one in a timeline that the future is unaware of is going to continue the work of that timeline. It's all problem, all bad, all stupid. Yeah, I fucking hate this show, and
0: I'm sorry uh,
1: that I made us watch it. And further proof that I've I don't know if I've picked a winner yet.
0: Did you pick Pan Am?
1: Any good shows? No, you picked Pan Pan Am.
0: No, God, I'm the greatest. (laughs) Um,
1: You do pick the better (laughs) shows because I just maybe pull it at random, and you actually research a little bit more ahead. But this show—I don't, I don't. This show was renewed. We should talk about this. This show was canceled because of the writer's strike, not because it was bad. It is bad. It
0: is bad. But it was renewed for a second season. That's just a bonus because it was renewed. (laughs) Uh how, do you know how many books were in the series was it just one book do you know I have no idea cuz i, Cause I uh, because i wonder if you know i i feel like we see this a lot in uh book adaptations of movies of of tv series is that they try to squeeze everything they can out of one season and they don't do like one season per book so that you have a nice conclusion and then cliffhanger i wonder if they were trying to make one book into you know if it's not a series i wonder if they were trying to make one book into like eight seasons which is not going to work like you can have a 16 chapter book and make two chapters of a book an entire season that's not going to be satisfying without completely changing everything
1: so it is a set of three books called okay. the jackpot trilogy which okay makes sense sure they call it the jackpot if we knew what the Fruit jackpot was the first was, book sure. Uh, Agency is the second book, and Neuromancy, Neuromancer, excuse me, is the third book, which wow. is completely buckwild for the naming convention.
0: Right. So the book has
1: extremely good reviews.
0: Yeah. So I, I'm I'd be curious to know if anybody's read these books and if they're good, and then also if if anyone knows at what point in the series or at what point in the book do we leave off in the series right cuz it i i can't stress enough how much it feels like it's halfway through the story or like y- you know it, it, that was not an ending you know what the best comparison i can make that
1: might be relatable to folks to to a certain degree okay uh, if anyone saw avatar 2 the the shape of water the way of water whatever God. the fuck that movie's called the second avatar movie um it has this pace to it and this feeling to it where It's very, very long, but the final action sequence doesn't feel like it fits with the buildup of the film, Mm. and nothing of consequence ultimately happens. And it, it, I don't, this may have just been me and like looking at the narrative structure, but it feels like the midpoint action piece that happens before the actual ending of the real narrative and the big action set piece, Mm. right? So Mm -hmm. I encourage anyone who saw that movie to think about it and to think about like the pace and the buildup of that movie it feels very similar to this where you have some smaller inconsequential but action-packed encounters at the start and then it builds 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 and then you have uh, a big event which then has falling action tragedy uh, things that uh, you know motivate the characters further another lull then another build-up and then a final action sequence that's like a general narrative structure that's not like presley's ideal narrative like that's (laughs) right stories work And this is the first half of what we just described, where you have, you know, start, big bang, slow build, and then it hits this midpoint, which does have events that happen. Like, there's a big shootout. There's the bridge sequence, which is fun. Like, things happen. It's not as if the the show, like, nothing happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't understand what's happening. And then by the time you hit the point where the falling action would be happening, where you're, like, recovering from that big break, the show ends. We've ended, yeah. it's like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I I think that's exactly what happened and it sucked
1: i wonder if we read the synopsis on wikipedia which is approximately 18 paragraphs long if it will help us 18 paragraphs uh hold on one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve excuse me i exaggerated a bit uh, of the book yeah, this is the
0: book. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the series. I was like, ain't no way there's 18 paragraphs. There were only 18 paragraphs in the script. This is definitely like the fir- it just
1: I just picked a random paragraph and none of this happened in the show, so I'm assuming that it's
0: they stopped like midway through. Cool. Yeah. Bit of a bit of a miss there. I I think if you It's I think that's just a classic Studio like TV television studio thing where they try to take oh people really liked this three book series how do we make nine seasons of television out of it (laughs) right how do we make the most money instead of wrapping up the story let's say in three long seasons that one cover one each covered a book and called it good it was a great series it's over. It's it's like the art versus money situation that I feel like happens way too much nowadays in in art, specifically right. movies yeah, and television. Yeah. Like studios and and you know all these companies. You know you have a Disney and whatever. They're just they're just making movies that are gotchas that like are either based off of something popular or have funny trailers and they get you to spend your money go watch it and then it's just total. Dog shit, and I feel like that's this show was that right, and it's unfortunate, especially if the book series itself is well revered and liked and really really good. If I was that I, I creator, I'd be pissed.
1: After reading the first two paragraphs of the book synopsis, yeah, uh, there's very little connection between the two. Like the characters uh, are connected, sure, sure. But the like the inciting incidents and the main like plot are very very different.
0: Okay so they took okay so they just like bastardized they took loose the show. structure of the book <laughs> No no, no, no the, they the took the book, loose, I mean. like yeah. Flynn
1: Wilf uh Burton uh the drug guy the Deirdre all those people exist right and there's similar elements that happen right but as an example right here's like just a good example uh so the novel alternates between Flynn's experience and those of Wilf Netherton. Wilf is like the kind of her handler in the future. Yeah. Um and the person who is Alida's brother who is trying to find Alita like all he cares about is just finding his sister right who is the person that stole the information that is now stored in Flynn's head but the novel alternates between Flynn's experience and those of Wilf Netherton a publicist who lives in the early 22nd century 70 years later than Flynn's time and several decades after the apocalyptic period known as the jackpot took place. As the book begins, Wolf is working with Deirdre West, an American artist, celebrity, diplomat, on establishing relations with a group of deformed native humans known as Patchers on an enormous uh, cultivated garbage patch in the Pacific Ocean. What the? That latter sentence, none of that happens in the book. So. In the the show.
0: Okay. What the fuck? What about the other books? Did we like catch. I don't the know the first half of the second book this, or some shit. That's the
1: second paragraph. That's not like midway through. That's the second paragraph. Like, no, I got you. It what I'm saying says the is, book like, starts.
0: What what if they took and did the first book first or the second book first? Right? Like I don't. Know. Maybe who right. knows? I don't know. Or
1: maybe it's the Fleshmancer or whatever the fuck is the first book. A Neuromancer. Fleshmancer is a better thing and from a video game that I would highly recommend to people instead of watching the show. Play that um, video
0: game. What is that video game? Sea of Stars. Sea of stars. I've never heard of it. Yeah. So we anyway, just quit uh, and become a video game review podcast? <sighs> Should we do a video <laughs> games that only aired for
1: one season? That's not a thing. I wish it was because then I would have a better oh, job. Oh, video games without a sequel. There podcast. we go. That's there like go. most video games. That's like most of them. <laughs> we can just play any video game we want. And, and then we get to just every, play every good video days. games. <laughs> yeah. like Plenty of them are just great. Um. Cool. Anyway, don't watch the show. Yeah don't watch it i don't it's think bad. we need to get into our goods and bads because no. all, everything that we've said should not have made sense to anybody unless they watch the show yeah i'm pretty sure our friend mark has watched the show and he loved it really so we need to interrogate him
0: yeah i'd be curious to, to I, I would be really curious to have a conversation with him and ask him what he can tell us about the show what happens in the show yeah because i can't like tell you, you. I just watched it. Right. No, no, no. We should just <laughs> go in
1: and be like, hey, weren't you mentioning the peripheral? Like, we were yeah. going to watch it for our podcast, but we want, can we get your, like, can you give us a little quick synopsis and just see <laughs> yeah. what it says? You mind telling us what it's about? <laughs> we'll just record it and post it to, like, social media or something. That would be, that'd be really very funny. funny. Um, I wholeheartedly encourage everybody to avoid the show. Yeah. Uh, We're, we're in our, what would we want from season two portion? So tell me what you would have wanted from a season two of a show that didn't make any sense.
0: I would want the other fucking half of season one. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) 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 The other half of the story that didn't happen. Um, I don't know. I, I think, I think obviously we need answers, right? We need to know why Flynn was able to survive her real life death in literal the execution, literal execution her literal execution um and we need to understand why the information that Alita stole was so damning and what it really was it sounded like it was just information on the biological manipulation and like like shit they were doing in the stubs. Uh, the shit they were doing in the stubs to people. Yeah. To real life people, right? Like we kind right. of got that. That was it was some kind of way to manipulate how people reacted and how they felt. And that's obviously bad.
1: Well, because but we, we did learn Yeah that the stub that the main character, like Flynn lives on, yeah, is ahead of time, right? All the events that led to the jackpot are happening sooner than they did in the timeline that right. of the twenty of the future timeline. Right. Right. And so presumably the RA has been Interfering, menacing, with the events to learn more about how to save
0: their future. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's nebulous the
1: reasons.
0: Yeah, it's anything. like this Research Institute sounds like it's supposed to be some governmental agency that's looking out for people, but it's not. And that was See, confusing I, I never too. got it as a governmental thing because like, that's it what it's, like it's like just what it felt of like. All the world collapsed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's just what, it. Felt like it was. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, it's from, all confusing. Uh, all problem, all bad. From a season two, I guess we just need answers. Why is Flynn alive? How is Flynn alive in her peripheral? Is she a human now? Probably not. Um, I, I think. Yeah, what
1: happens I, if she dies? Because like if they die in the peripheral, they just get sent back to their headsets in reality. Yeah. But it's and like, but oh, well, if your
0: brain's in the peripheral, maybe she just goes to a different step. Her her consciousness goes into a different her, I guess, and then there's two of them in there. And then, but then
1: you're getting into like metaphysics then they're, then and they're, yeah. like not. sci well, they they tackle I mean? quantum like, tunneling just
0: fine, like the snap of a finger. So I guess you know we're fine there.
1: Yeah, they really do kind of <sighs> just gloss over a lot, like a lot of there. There's one of the things I hate in the show. This is separate. Yeah. I hate it when a show introduces a bunch of bullshit vocabulary for no reason that nobody would
0: actually use. Yeah. To explain something like, that they can't come up with a good story for. Yeah. It's like <laughs> we're
1: using the term stubs because they can't come up with alternate timelines. They can't just say alternate timeline. Yeah. Lines. Alternate reality. Yeah, Or your timeline. Yeah. It's like your stub. And they're like the neo prims want to dethrone the, uh, the, the neophyte. You know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck are you saying? Yeah. What are, they're the neoprims. What were the other ones?
0: The uh, klept. The klept? It's like, no. It was stop It was it. klept. Yeah, it was klept, I think. No, you got it right. Yeah, the klept, the neoprims. I'm
1: saying no is in the sense of like, stop making up bullshit sci-fi words. Yeah.
0: Right. Just use real
1: words. Right. And maybe you can change like one thing. Right? Yeah. Like, why are you using the term sim when you could just use VR? Because that's what it is. Simulation right yeah, it's uh, like it's just a pet peeve of mine that I've noticed a lot yeah. in like any sci-fi things they're like, we need a fun vocabulary of things. It's like if you watch Star Trek, they just say what the shit is, yeah, and they have techno Babble, but it's completely unrelated to anything that's like tied to actual science, and this show tries all these shows try to do shit like that, and it bothers me, yeah. Um, uh, I want to see a stub in the future uh where they're like influencing the past more and we see like the, the aversion of the jackpot, like the jackpot not happening through choices made in the past rather than the future that basically Flynn leads from the future, this like revolution to stop the events of the past from happening.
0: Okay.
1: That would be my ideal season two. Cool. Um, or, no, I don't even have an or because like, the, my or is like, don't make the show or make a show <laughs> that doesn't have all of the bullshit mm. that the show had and all the characters. Um,
0: so I think for a season two, because I hadn't really gotten there yet, I just kind of like explained some, some things that like. You just
1: said you wanted more and then I talked about mine. So go back to yours.
0: So obviously we need some answers, right? Uh, I, I, I already mentioned that. But I think what we see from a season two is a rebellion in the future. I think we see, in tandem, a rebellion in the future. Alita's telling all these people, finding all these people that were displaced by the Research Institute, by the Klept, by the who-fucking-evers. And she's organizing them to rebel against the setup they have now. Um, the three pillars, basically, of who runs the show now. They're going to find a way to rebel. Okay. I think that's going to happen. And then you also have Flynn in an alternate stub somehow also jacking their shit up somehow. She's in a different stub. They're trying to figure out how to stop the jackpot stuff from going on. It's accelerating. That whole thing. I I don't know. I don't really know how you make sense of that because I don't understand how she lived. (laughs) Right. Because we just don't know; they didn't tell us. But I don't know. I, I think like a rebellion type of movement resurgency happens. Um, that that's the most I've got. But well, Presley, uh, it's not going to be much of a shock. I think what your rating is, <laughs> uh, but I will quickly go through the ratings, uh, the rating system, and uh, and we'll we'll, we'll ask. Yeah, I'll ask you what you think. Listeners. Um, and I know we're all on the edge of our seats, wondering what Presley's rating will be. It's so hard to guess. Um, I want to know, but after you give the
1: like the rundown <laughs> of how our rating is, I want to hear what you think I'm gonna do because I I'm I'm fixed on it. I know exactly the number I'm gonna give it. Yeah, I want to hear what you think. it's gonna Okay,
0: do. okay. All right. So on a five star scale, we have zero stars which is basically a fleeting idea that made it to paper and made a show. It should have never gone past, oh, I had an idea, and then it was gone. Uh, one star is a show that deserved to see a pilot and then no more. A two is going to be a show that was rightfully canceled at two uh, or at, at one season. You know what? We made a show. It wasn't great. Canceled. It's all good. Seas- season three stars is a show that's kind of on the edge. It's kind of on the fence. Um, uh, you watch at your own risk. If you like the conversation, it might be worth watching. If you didn't like our conversation or the themes, it might not be worth watching. It was okay. And that's really all. All there was. Uh, four is going to be a show that we recommend you watch. Uh, we could have dealt with a few more seasons and been happy about it. It's not the best show in the world, but it was worth watching more of. Five is going to be a show that is a travesty to be canceled, right? Its cancellation is a travesty. It should have continued. Uh, it's a crime against pop culture that it did not continue. So, without further ado, drum roll, please. Let's get drum roll. Presley's going to give it on your a zero.
1: You are exactly right. I'm going to give it a boom. Zero. The show is trash. Um, it it goes back to the the age old adage that I have, um, to kill your darlings. In the sense yeah. of like, if you make a good thing like this book, which as I'm, re- I can, as you were running down everything that yeah. you and I, both I can tell about, you're reading the synopsis. To. Yeah, I was reading the synopsis of the book on <laughs> Wikipedia. and I'm like, shit, this this sounds really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna read this book because it's like, why did you need to make a show out of a good book, right? Well, I, I money, right? Uh, literally, yeah. right? And it 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 makes me think of like even like Rings of Power, which is also an Amazon Prime show. Mm. It's like. They just made up some bullshit that's kind of in the Lord of the Rings universe to justify making a really expensive show yeah. that might pull the <laughs> pull in viewers. Yeah. Which I understand they have to make money, it's their literal job. But like yeah. this was a really good sci-fi concept that they took the book of, mangled it from what I'm reading in the synopsis, yeah. and made a, a show that didn't didn't need to continue and wasn't good. So I I'm giving it a zero just because there are sparingly few moments in the show that are good. Yeah. And I, the book sounds better and just read the book. And, and I'm not even like a book stand. I'm not saying that the books are always better than the shows and the movies. Right. There are times when the movies are in fact better than the books, but yeah. this does not seem like one of those times. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you have a really good book, you don't need to make a show that could be good or not. Sometimes you succeed. There are yeah. great sci-fi shows that are turned into books or books that are turned into shows. I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, if you're, um, if you're going to do it, If you're going to make a a TV show out of a book, knock it out of the park or don't do it.
1: That's what I mean, right? And I don't think there's any ill intent, right? Like, that's always, like, important. I don't think anybody meant to make a shitty show. (laughs) No. And I think they're trying to adapt it for the screen to make it more exciting Yeah. uh, to, to, you know, because pacing in books is fundamentally different than a pacing in a show, right? right. Like, I, I have no question about those kinds of things. But... Like, the th- the things that they cut out seem kind of important, and the structure of this story is fundamentally different than the structure of the show that we're presented with, which makes me feel like it was really misguided from the start. Yeah. Can I guess your rating?
0: Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I Can you? Gonna give
1: it, I think you're going
0: to give it a one. But I want to hear. What's your rating, Andrew? It's actually tough. Um, I, I am teetering pretty hard between a zero and a one. Okay, that's fair. Um, Ultimately, though, I think I have to go with zero, though. Okay. Because Double zeros. because I do, if, if I look back or think back to the star rating, this should have never existed. The, the way they right. went about it, the way they conceptualized this show, it shouldn't have happened. Because it's not even yeah. close to the book, which would have maybe, des- like depending on how the book actually is, maybe deserved a series. But it wasn't even that. It was, like, if someone told me the idea and the premise and gave me the overarching theme of this show, I would have said no to a pilot. And, and I've got to stick with that. Regardless of yeah, the I, fact that I liked the, the cinematics and the world building, like, I liked the general ideas and I think it was cool, the story didn't deliver. And the well, story and is all- the entire delivery Of how it gets to be a show, right? Like, you have to have a solid story that's convincing to produce.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And I think, like, having a a nugget of a good idea is all well and good, but it really needs to be fleshed out in a way that is compelling to watch episode after episode, especially in, like, the binge culture that we're in. Because we know that the show was released all at once. Of course. And if I not having the deadline of this show had watched the first two episodes, I would not have continued watching. It's just I like agree. straight up a fact. Yeah. I like the cliffhanger of the first episode. And I was like, Oh, this kind of interest. I, li- I like, a- I want to see where this is going. Yeah. And then as like, soon as I figured out where I was going, I was like, Oh, this is g- not good. And they're not going to, because the middle chunk is so dull and has so much like fluff to the point where you don't care about anything that's going on and you don't understand uh, what's happening it, yeah. it's one thing if the audience knows what's going on and the characters don't and you need to figure that yeah. out that's dramatic irony like, that's the like, thing yeah yeah it's like one of the most compelling methods of storytelling right. and the fact that this show f- so fumbles the ball like so terribly in mm-hmm. order to do that really sets it up for failure right yeah. and, and and i hope this doesn't sound like we're being mean just for the sake of it like this is like basic storytelling structure that the show like fundamentally fails at. And I think like <laughs> yeah. that's the most important thing that we can come across is that like it's not terribly made, it's not terribly written or anything like that, but it's just like it it so fails structurally in the way that we should tell stories that it makes it not work in any sense in any reality.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah.
1: Feels bad, man. I want to pick a good show. Do you
0: want to pick another one? No, because it's going
1: to be bad again. We're <laughs> hey, you be, don't know that. You don't know that. I know it. Wait, the whole premise of this whole fucking podcast is that the shows are kind of be bad, and then yeah. sometimes we'll find a really, really good one. Yeah, that's true. And didn't I you... just
0: think you've been better at finding the ones that are at <laughs> least threes. Uh, didn't you pick Willow? I
1: did, but I rated Willow higher because you didn't finish it. <laughs> Because you were true. like, oh, I would have liked this if this happened and if this happened. And then I was like, yeah, all
0: that happened in the final episode. And you're like, oh. I." If you go back and listen to that, I was on one. I was like on a tirade <laughs> thinking that this show was fucking unfinished and it was terrible. Just trash. Meanwhile, yeah. I missed the deadline to watch the last episode. So I just didn't see the last episode and I forgot.
1: I mean, all, of, all all that should be said, and this is not about the peripheral, this is like getting into the broader subjects, but like yeah. all of these shows should be accessible in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. It Even makes if they were bad and sad. they got canceled.
0: Like... <laughs> Yeah, it
1: it, it makes me genuinely sad when we have this whole list of shows, and I've tried. I've been like, "Oh, we should do this show next," and I look into how we should watch it, and it's literally not findable anywhere on the internet.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It's like
1: that makes me sad because you think about the people that worked on it, the people that acted in it, the people that wrote all the everything that goes into making a show, and not having that accessible in any way, shape, or form is like genuinely a bummer. Right. And it like goes into like art preservation. I know that sounds hoity toity, but it's like so much art oh, of true. all kinds has been lost because of it. It's true. Because people don't think it has merit and then we get rid of it. And it's like, Oh, well this is redeemable to someone always. Yeah. yeah that's true. Except for the peripheral, get rid of
0: the, sh- <laughs> get rid of the peripheral. That one's fine. Amazon, book. you can drop that one, sell the book, Amazon, just pump the book out to people get rid of the show yeah no i mean it sounds interesting it sounds just as confusing as the show
1: but it sounds more coherent yeah which is important well
0: yeah i think i think what you probably get a lot more in the book is what people are thinking and i feel like
1: yeah you get their monologue you get their monologue internal internal
0: monologue and i feel like this show had a lot of the internal monologue but they just didn't tell it to us because it's not a fucking book Right, because you saw a lot of people looking very pensive and obviously thinking about stuff, but we didn't know what those thoughts ever were. Right. Anyways, I'm not going to dive back into continuing to review this show. Presley, let's move on. Where can they find and get in contact with us? Well,
1: uh, you can always find us on our social medias at season underscore one underscore pod at just about all of them. Uh, We have a subreddit, r slash season one pod. No underscores in that one, so you can uh, discuss things. Look at our clips. Great way to share the show with other folks is by sending them the little funny bits from uh, that we post on our social media. We do like Mm -hmm. little uh, voice voice graphic stuff uh, that I encourage everyone to listen to because you might uh, have not might have skipped an episode, then you hear something funny and maybe you go back and visit it. Or, like I said, great way to share it with friends who have not listened to the podcast. Finally, uh, our best place of all is our website at or no, not at www.seasononepod.com. Uh, on the World Wide Web, that is where you can find all of our episodes, upcoming episodes, schedule, all that uh, merchandise, which we love. It's getting to the holiday season. You can order your season one hoodie for your loved one so that they can steal it, yep. uh, whatnot. We would really appreciate all of that. Andrew, what is our next show? I'm really curious to hear about it. I hope it's fucking better than the peripheral maybe it will maybe it won't be i don't know
0: we'll see it's uh it's a coin toss i think it's going to be a coin, coin toss it's not the name of the okay. show what i'm saying is i think whether it's good or not is going to be a coin toss uh because no, i don't personally know everything. every fucking yeah well that's true
1: i i when we started the show i yeah. thought like should we do like a thumbs up thumbs down but i prefer our star rating because a little bit more nuanced
0: oh yeah like changing our rating for this show <laughs> oh because it was so bad it's just like was it bad or good no, it's just like
1: oh, is it better to just say yes or no to people like 50-50, oh, or yeah. is it better to have like a more like structured like it have a range? And I think our range is better. Like you're saying, it's a coin toss. So it's gonna be like that's fifty fifty, right? Yeah. But um, I, anyway,
0: I digress. Yeah. Tell us what the show is. So the show is the Netflix original Inside Job. Ooh, um, animated, right? Animated television series. Um,
1: I. Uh, it's not. Is it an adaptation of the documentary about the 2008 financial crisis?
0: Prese, I think that's a magnificent question to ponder as you're watching <laughs> the show because I have no well, idea. Well, that's the
1: name of a very good documentary. No. It's called it's Inside not. Job, and that's what it's about.
0: Uh, okay, I'll read you the synopsis on Netflix's page of the show. Are yeah, you ready? The, like the one sentence one? Yep. Lizard people, real. The moon landing, fake. Managing the world's conspiracies is a full-time job for an awkward genius and her dysfunctional co-workers.
1: Oh, that That's the great. whole thing.
0: <laughs> I love it. So, it, you know what I bet I it's going to be like, based on that, I think end.
1: it's going to be like Cabin in the Woods, the people in Cabin in the Woods.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: The control room, folks.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I think to answer your question fairly confidently, no. It's not <laughs> about the financial crisis. It's about- well, we don't know. It's a All of the other crises it? that are happening <laughs> all around us- the that the government crisis. is trying to hide, <laughs> yeah, because it's conspiracies, um,
1: alternate realities, plays, right, right. Um, peripherals, yeah. robot people, yeah.
0: It's it's an American adult Don't. animated science sci-fi show. No, it's going to be great. So I mean, a, a
1: lot of their, I mean, uh, just newsworthy. But Netflix canceled four other adult animated shows this past week for no really? reason. Even though they were highly rated. Yeah, they were added to our list. Uh, and a lot of people were up in arms on the internet about it because it's like uh, you have been like working on these like more adult-themed cartoons that are well really well-regarded. I mean, you think about uh, the Midnight Gospel, yeah. which I did yeah. not enjoy, but you did, right? And that had good reviews, and they canceled it. And now yeah. four others were canceled this this week, and a bunch of other fan favorite shows were canceled. So I think they're just hemorrhaging money. Probably, yep, probably. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. And thank you for putting up with a a slight delay in our schedule. Uh, Genuinely, Thanksgiving just kind of threw off uh, our our normal plans for when we record and stuff. But we should be back in another two weeks. Uh, But until then, my name is
0: Presley. My name is Andrew. And we watch The Seal on Afternoon.